Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward Podcast. All right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's not the final night. It's just beginning. Amen. Come on. I've met some new friends. Amen. Brian, Scott, and Donna. Praise the Lord. I may have to stay another week or so, okay? So we get y'all to come back some more, amen? amen? Praise the Lord. Good to see Jan. Saw her the other day. Saw her Sunday. Saw her just the other day. She didn't get me in the McDonald's, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Pastor, Pastor and, and Sister Bigelow, they've been feeding me almost every day. And uh, Sister Patterson, I didn't know she was going to give me food last night the way I was preaching. But Sister Patterson gave me some food last night. And then uh, Sister Costa gave me Katia. Katia, how you say your name? Okay, she gave me some food. And man, I'm out of, man, I'm going to have to do some whatever, running. I'm going to do some running. But thankful, we're thankful for all of the hospitality, the giving, everything has been wonderful. I told my mom the first time I came to Jacksonville in the Orange Park area, I said, Mom, this is a place that I can live without any reservation. I can live here. I like the feel of the place. Amen. See, must preach you. Did you see? Did you find somebody? Did you find a lady? Nope. That's not why I want to move here. I didn't say I want to move here. I just told her I want to live. I can live here. If God was to say, Brother Love, you're going to go and help Pastor Bigelow. Uh, you're going to go and work in Jacksonville. I would be privileged to come. And work in Jacksonville. Amen? Amen. There's some wonderful people here. It really is. I mean, I know it's all over the world, but I'm out walking, inviting people to church. You know, there's some people Amen. that say no, but it's a, it's like a kind no, you know? Yeah, like, thank you, but no thank you. Amen? Yes, so it's really great. I know it's not everybody, but I just really like it here. And I just want to encourage you to continue to stay on the firing line. Oh, God has somebody for you. To yes. bring to the house of God. Yes. Amen. To bring because the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And you know, Jesus said, pray. Pray. We all need to pray and say, God, give us more souls that we can work with and they can help us reach more people. Amen. Amen. Can we do that right now? We'll just slip up our hands. Thank God. God, we thank you for the harvest field. Thank you for what you've done. But open up the hearts of men and women. Lead us, God. Line us up with men and women, God, that really want to serve you. They want to know the truth. And we praise you. We love you. We give you glory right now. We just give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, let the church say amen. 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 Good to see Sean on the way out. On the way out. Amen. I didn't know if you are going to make it, but you made it. You said you might come one time. That's another bodyguard. Bodyguard. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave all that alone. I went to a place. I went to a place real quick. I went to a place. And I'm wondering, why is God standing around me? Well, we, 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 we're told to watch you, you know, be your body. I said, what? Man, I'm a grown man. Come on now. But anyway, if they had their reasons, so praise God. God knows. God knows. Amen. They were my DCs, devil chasers. That's my boys. I used to take my boys with me. And I leave my wife at home and I go out to the bank and stuff. And I take my boys with me to the bank at different places. And I said, why you got your boys? They're my devil chasers. What do you mean? Well, just in case, just in case something happened, they can chase them away. Amen. Amen. 
Daniel chapter said, Preacher, you're crazy. I know. Pray for me, will you? Pray for me. I'm working on not being crazy, okay? <laughs> Daniel chapter 6, D- Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. We'll just read one verse. We'll cover a lot of it in, uh, in our preaching tonight, but let's read one verse for now. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being opened in his chamber, chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. And I want to use that verse of scripture tonight for a text or springboard for a message, but let me read part of it again. And he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Now, before I get into y'all in a battle, I know it's not the position of the body. It's the position of the heart. So just listen to the message for a moment, will you? And the title of the message tonight is The Way to Victory. Amen. Or The Way to Deliverance. Mm. Let us pray. Pastor, would you please pray, sir? Heavenly Father, we're thankful for that way and that truth and that life. We're thankful for Jesus Christ being the way to heaven. And that no man cometh unto the Father but by him. And saying that, God, we pray that this way would be made open, yes, be made God, evident, Lord. and that men and women, even under the sound of my voice, would enter oh, into this way. And God will know that uh, him that cometh to you, oh, you will in Jesus. no wise God. cast out. And tonight, we pray for life change, and we pray for victory, oh, and we Jesus. pray for deliverance. In men and women's lives, in in difficult areas, in sensitive areas, and we know God, we trust you, that you are all powerful, and that you can do all things, God. And we glorify you, and ask that Jesus' name will be magnified as a result. In Christ's name we pray. Thank you, Amen. Amen. Thank you. The way to victory is to pray. Amen. Now, I don't know where you are in your walk with God. But to even start to get the victory, you got to pray. Yes, sir. That's right. The victory over sin. Because for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the only way to get the victory, you got to pray to God. Amen. Amen. I was walking today as I was walking, getting ready to walk by the river. And I said, I saw a lady standing outside and I guess she was talking to someone. So I just went over and said, hey, how you doing? Whatever. And she was talking to a guy named Ben and her name was Lynn. And uh, so I began to invite them out to the uh, church service. And so uh, Lynn, Ben said to me, he said, hey, I'm good. I, I go to such such church. I'm good. You know, got a cigar in his hand. I'm not fine if I got a cigar in your hand. I'm good to go. And so all of a sudden, this, this uh, thought, I mean, this feeling came over me, whatever. Just give your testimony. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, uh, I said, begin to look at Lynn. I was looking at Ben. I said, you know, I used to be a sinner. And I went to church. I went to church. And I saw people doing all kinds of things in church. I saw them drinking, I saw them cursing, I saw them in the parties with me. And I'm thinking, this can't be, you know, what's, what is it to God? What is it to going to church? Why am I going to church? Come on. And so I got away, I began to say, I got away from God and everybody. began to do all kinds of crazy stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. 
I said, but one night, Amen. one night, I went outside. outside. I wasn't in church. And I looked up and began to start talking to God. And I said, God, if you're real, I need you. Because AA can't help me. NA can't help me. Marriage counselors can't help me. But I went to God and said, if you're real, I need you right now in my life. He changed me. That was the way to victory over sin. Because when you pray, when you call on the name of Jesus, for the Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That means delivered. That means set free. You're not the same way you used to be. And if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. The bad habits are passed away. And let me tell you, if Jesus can get a hold of you on the inside, everything about your life is going to start changing. I mean, everything about your life is going to start changing. Amen. And you begin to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Grace didn't, we didn't get saved by grace to corrupt us and make us better. We got saved by grace so we can get better. The Amen. grace of God, the Bible tells me, will make us perfect, established, strengthened, and settled. Amen? Amen. That means we can be on a rock, and that rock is Christ Jesus. I'm settled, I'm anchored in Jesus. The winds may blow, the devil may huff and puff, but guess what? My feet is on that rock, and that rock is Christ Jesus. The way to victory is to pray. If we would pray, we would read our Bible. If we would pray, we would come to church. You know, in the military, if there was a party, it didn't matter if it was night, what night of the week. It could be Tuesday night. I go to the party, guess what? I'm showing up for work the next day. It could be Thursday night. I don't care. I'm showing up for work Friday. They say fall in. Fall in. I may be like this. <laughs> wait, up, wait, put it together. Hold it together. Hold it together, Sergeant. Hold it together. But God is good. All the time. But if God's been good to you, you need to be in church more. Amen. Yeah. Don't make excuses. Yeah. That's right. If I ever got married, if I ever got married again, it will not be a woman that want to lay out church. It not want to be a woman that be hit and miss. Come when she wants to. It will not be that kind of woman. My wife Martha was not that kind of woman. When we got saved, she was in church with me. Now before she got saved, she was like, "You go, I'm staying at home." <laughs> but we was already married, so what can I do? Woman, you going with me? I'm going to say, you going, you better get up and listen to me. No, I didn't do that. Well, she would say, you better get your head up. <laughs> she made me 4'11", but guess what? Woo, that woman was rough. Amen. She said, sister love. Was rough. Yeah, she could be that way. Amen. She could hold her own. Amen. But if we pray, we would tell others about Jesus. Amen. To the Christian, prayer is a way of life. Amen. It is the way to be saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. It is the way to, to miracles and to being blessed beyond measure. Because whatever we pray for, we ask and believe, Jesus said we should have it. Right. 
if we pray right and we're living right, there's no good thing that God would withhold from them that walk uprightly. If you walk uprightly before God, God will bless you in ways that you never ever known or could even perceive or think about. Prayer, it is an expression of faith. Talking to someone you cannot see, but yet believe. He is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Carefully craving for him. That's another meaning. Craving for him. I want Jesus. Worshiping him. Amen. When we come to church, we should have exuberant praise. Exuberant worship. Amen. Some people say, man, that brother, Pastor Bill, he be moving up. But he's got that exuberant worship about him. Amen. He keeps no one holy to himself. He just want to let it go. Let it out. Amen. Like when you're at the ball game. Come on. At the nightclub, you're out there jumping around and bumping no more with that big Oh, everybody leave it alone. Stop, 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 brother love. Stop. Let's go on. Help me, Jesus. Don't take me back to that, Lord. Don't take me back to Rick James. Oh, don't take me back. Get that out of my mind. Get it out of my mind. I won't even go there. I won't even go there. She ain't no brick. Oh, she ain't no brick. Anyway. God is good, isn't it? Amen. Christians can have fun. Amen. God is real. Yes. Amen. Amen. Let's look at this. I want to look at this verse as a springboard here. First of all, the way to victory, the way to deliverance. Prayer is the way to be delivered from feeling pressured. From feeling pressured. Yes, sir. We got a lot of that in the world today. Come on. In our school system, they're trying to pressure them to accept things. That are not right. right. Come on. But God can help us. God can help the parents. And God can help the youth. Look at that word pressure. Pressure meaning the use of persuasion. Influence or intimidation. To make someone do something. Now I want to look at Daniel. How Daniel handled this. Just a quick review. and summary of Daniel chapter 6. Daniel had been selected to be. One of three presidents. Under the reign of Darius. And there in Daniel chapter 6 verse 3. The Bible said. Then this Daniel. Was preferred. Preferred above the presidents. And princes. Because an excellent spirit. Was in him. And the king. Check this out. And the king thought him to set him over the whole realm. I mean the whole. Everything. Everything he thought to do that. Now do you think. For a moment. Because Daniel was a praying man, it caused him to have an excellent spirit? Yeah, I would say so. So if you're not having an excellent spirit, because you're not praying. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not having an excellent spirit, because I'm not praying. Come on, I'm not telling you you got to be some, some soft, timid, minimum. Okay, will you do that for me? No, when you're in a position of authority, say, do this. Amen. But I'm talking about still, you can have the right attitude. Come on. Amen. Now, that's this man right here. He's a man of authority. Reverend Patterson. Now you got he got to tell people sometimes I have to kick them like get get to work will you get to work, amen. He can't Jesus Jesus didn't play games with the hypocrites. Come on, go ahead. He said, "Whoa, you Pharisees, you gonna lead your ox and donkey out the water on the Sabbath day? You gonna find fault with me?" So he got on them. But anyway, but you're gonna have an excellent spirit, a pleasant spirit, amen. 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 So verse four through eight. We see the jealousy and conspiracy of the presidents 
They get ready to try to pressure the king. And, they gonna, and the king going to cave in. But guess what? We're going to read that Daniel not going to cave in. But the Bible says in verse 4 through 8, real quick. It said, then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against that Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find none occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful. God wants us to be faithful. Neither was there any error of fault found in him. <sighs> Make us all need to pray on it. Say, Lord, where am I in you tonight? God, am I praying? I remember a couple nights ago, maybe I can't remember one night ago, I just woke up. Woke up out of a deep sleep. I had only been asleep like two hours, but it felt like I'd been sleeping five or six hours. I just woke up. I said, what in the world's going on? I want to go back to sleep. And so guess what? I don't know if I took some music next or whatever, because I was a little stuffy. I went back to sleep. And then I woke up again this morning. Just two hours to two or three hours of sleep. I said, what in the world's going on? I said, I'm not even sleeping. I said, God, I don't know if it's you, me, but I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Because God, I don't know what you're doing. When I got up and prayed, I felt so much better. Amen. I felt relieved. Amen. Maybe I need to just pray for someone, praying in the spirit and groaning. Maybe somebody needed some prayer. I don't know. I don't understand. But if you want to grow in God, if you want to go deeper in God, if you want to be able to say no to the pressure, you got to submit yourself to God and you got to resist the devil and he will free. It's not easy, but you got to put forth an effort. Amen. Amen. Got to put forth an effort because sometimes, man, that pressure can be on in your mind, mentally, emotionally. You're like, when is it going? One sister, she's married, of course. She was up. Uh, I was visiting with her and her husband. She said, but when does, it, when does all these thoughts just leave because I'm still going through this? I said, sister, I don't know. But you just keep fighting. And Amen. you keep fighting. And you don't give up. And, you know, I've been experiencing things of that nature. Just keep blessing God. This is enough. Come God, I'm king. I, I just don't want to. I know you don't want me to perform like this. I need some help. I need some relief. You think it's just you going through something, but the preacher has to go through something so he can help you. Yes, yes. That's right. We all go through stuff. Mm-hmm. And we got to fight our way through. Mm-hmm. We got to stay on the firing line. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to fight the good fight of faith. Yeah. Don't give up. You see, these men were trying to set up Daniel. So they went to the king. And the king, you know, he gave in to it. And I'm not going to read it all for time's sake. And so the Bible says in verse 8, Now king established a decree. Because they had, they had a thing out for Daniel. They were jealous of him. And you know, when people are jealous of you, they'll try to take you out. Yes, sir. Right. But God's got your back. Amen. Yes. God's got your back. Yes. Now king established a decree and signed the writing that it be not changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altered it not. And so they got the king to go along with the plan without knowing. The king did not know that Daniel was not in on the plan. And so the Bible says in verse 10, after Daniel knew they had been signed, listen to this, verse 10, I'll take. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees. He opened up the window like he used to do. He wasn't trying to hide. Well, I better not let them see me do it because they're going to throw me into Because the thing was, whoever be found praying to anybody or making any petition to anybody other than the king for 30 days, they're going to be thrown into the den of lions. Mm-hmm. But Daniel was not moved. Amen. 
As Paul said, none of these things move me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, God, give us that kind of attitude. None of these things move me, God. You got me. Yeah. And so it says he kneeled down upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did a four time. You see, Daniel kept the spirit of prayer going, and that's what we have to do when we're going through some stuff. You see, if you can pray, the key thing is, let me tell you how to make it through bad, bad times. I'm going to tell you how to do bad times. Pray in the good times. Pray hard. Amen. Pray hard. I said, listen, and this may, maybe this message is just for me, but pray harder in the good times. I mean, give yourself more to prayer when it's, I mean, and when you just, things are going well. I mean, everything seems to be going. That's when you need to pray the hardest. Amen? Because yeah. when the battles come, when you get knocked down into the valley, you can say, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, but thou art with me. I know you got my back, God. I know you're going to help me. Because I already been praying when I was on the mountaintop, when all the prosperity and all the blessings. Amen? Amen. Amen. You see, Daniel kept the spirit of prayer consistently consistent. Mm -hmm. And he gave thanks. And that word thanks mean to praise. That's what that means. It doesn't mean to say thank you Lord. No, it means to praise him. He prayed and he praised him. Like when Paul and Silas were in the prison, they threw him in the prison. Guess what? At midnight, the Bible said, they began to pray and say praises praise to God. Yes. Giving thanks to God. Yes. And guess what? God said them pray. Did not God do it for you and me? Yes. We don't have to give in the pressure. Yes. We don't have to give in the pressure. The three here boys, they didn't give in the pressure. The king Nebuchadnezzar said in Daniel chapter 3, when he found out they wouldn't bow down, he said, listen, you better bow down when you hear that music. Bow down to that image. When you hear all these instruments, you hear this all kind of music, you better bow down. They didn't bow. What are you bowing before? What kind of music are you listening to? I hope you listen to Christian music. Because, you know, I, mean, I talk about Rick James, Luther Vandross. I used to listen to Luther Vandross. The only reason I listen to Luther Vandross is trying to find out how I can talk to the girls. You know, let's get that smooth talk, you know, Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy Pendergrass and, and Lou Rawls, you know. You never find a love like mine. Come on now. You, you never, you're not going to find anybody like me, baby. You may as well. Come on now. Come on, don't you see? You're not going to find anything better than me. You know? And then you can become Captain and Tennille. Love will keep us together. Love will keep us together. Amen? I said, preacher, you're really crazy. I know. Let me move on. But we're not to give in. And then so we find here, we find here in verse 11 through 15, after the king sealed the deal to carry out the oath. And then he found out, oh boy, I made a big mistake. But guess what? They said, you got to do it, king. And, but guess what he said to Daniel? In verse 16, he said, thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will, listen now, continually, that's the key, church. You got to continue. Don't just stop and go. Stop and start. Be a once a week Christian. It's time to grow up and be more than a once a week Christian. Become an everyday Christian. Become more than a once a week. Come in a church Christian. Come more to the house of God. If you got to go to Walmart, you're going to go to Walmart every day of the week. You know you do. You know you will. Amen. Whatever you got to do. Amen. Thank God we don't go to the casinos anymore. I shared that the other night. 
<laughs> uh, man, I could have walked into Best Bet over here. I didn't know what it was. I just thought it was a nice, fancy building. Till the guy said, that's a casino. I said, oh, boy, I'm glad I didn't go over there. I mean, one, I mean, one place with no slot machines. Now I'm just teasing. Not in my heart. Not in my heart. Not in my heart. I'd rather give my money to God. Not all of it. Not all of it. I don't give God all my money. I give God 10%. And I give a little bit more. I'm generous. Give offerings to churches or whatever. Give offerings. But then I got bills. I have to pay my bills Amen. and try to save some money. Different Amen. things. So I'm not giving all my money away Amen. to God. But I am giving 10% at least. And more. I feel like I give more than that to God. But nevertheless, it's neither here or there. But see, we find here. See, the king didn't get into sleep. He didn't get into sleep, but he rose up early. He rose up early and went over there crying with a sorrowful voice. Lamentable. Said, Oh, Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God when thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Here we hear the voice of victory. Listen to this. Then said Daniel to the king, Oh, king, live forever. Oh, hallelujah. I live forever because God lives forever. God has sent the, li- sent the angel and shut the lion's mouth. Oh, king, I've been doing just fine. Oh, hallelujah. And the king brought him up out of that lion's den. And the king threw those men. Listen, he threw those men, the wives, the kids, threw them all in there. And then he caused Daniel to even prosper more. You see how that works? You see, you may be going through a battle. A temptation in your life, and you don't know what to do. I'm telling you, one of the greatest temptations for people, and it's not just for it's not just for single people, but it can happen to married people. The temptation of loneliness. Loneliness. Married people get lonely too. They shouldn't get lonely because they're married. If they get lonely, they need to, they need to check some stuff out. Hello, but loneliness. You see. Loneliness, unless you keep that thing in check, it will lead you into areas that you don't want to go to. Come on, that's right. Maybe you want to go, but it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it just a moment. I got a little bit more time. It's my last night, so y'all don't mind if I take my time, right? It's my last night. Y'all gonna kick me out anyway? <laughs> Amen. And we'll maybe get into that in just a moment. Yes, so Daniel was brought out. So here's the way to victory: pray, give thanks to God. So let's move on. Prayer. Prayer. Prayer is the answer. Prayer. You can fight off pressure. Prayer is the way. This sort of work hand in hand together. Prayer is the way to victory over temptations. The temptation when you're so lonely, when you got to find somebody. I said, God, I don't want to get that. I don't want to get that way. I want to go to heaven. I was talking to a man that has given me offers throughout the years when I was pastoring in Chicago. At the church there, he was an office, big office to church. And then when I started doing this type of work that I'm doing every once in a while, you know, every once in a while, not all the time, he'll send me an offering. Amen. And, just, and we stay in touch. And, and uh, so we hadn't talked in a while. He said, Pastor, he called me, still called me Pastor. I said, hope you're doing well. And then I said, I'm doing great, doing amazing well. He said, but this is what he said. He said, but I hope you're still preaching. I said, sir, by the grace of God, I am. Amen. And that's what I tend to do until the day I die. Amen. By God's grace. Amen. I know I gotta walk humbly and walk softly and walk carefully. And God is helping us every day. In so many ways that sometimes it blows me out the water. God, you're so good and so amazing. 
times when the devil tried to set traps. But God is a good God. Amen. But he does, he, he does that not just for me. He does, see, God does it not just for me, but for everybody. Amen. I'm not trying to put myself like I'm something or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying that. Because the devil is after all of us. Now listen again. He's after all of us. He's seeking whom he may devour, whom he may destroy. Amen. Mm. But prayer is the way to victory over temptations and the lust of the flesh. The apostle Paul said, there had no temptation taken you but such as common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Now, temptation in its context here really means adversity. It means some other stuff. But for this setting, temptation is the desire to do something, especially something that's wrong or unwise. And we're all going to be tempted. Say, so well, preach, I think God is tempting me. No, sometimes we bring the temptation upon ourselves. I'm going to prove it to you. James chapter 1. And I'm going to try to rush through this. Not too fast, but I want to wrap it up. We got, I've been going for about 28 minutes, 29 minutes. So if I stop looking at that, I'll finish, right? <laughs> Wasting your time. No, Sitting, what that song about? That one guy sitting by the wayside, sitting on the, sitting on the bank. Sitting on the dock of the bank. Yeah, there you go. You know, see, you know him too. Watch the time. Watch the time. Hey, you know him too. He ain't white. He's black. That guy black. I'm telling you, that guy black right here. Pastor Bigelow is black. He's white on the outside, but he's black, man. I mean, he's, Af- he's African-American. He's African-American. He is. He's from Africa. He was born in Africa. But anyway, praise God. We'll leave all that alone. <laughs> Let me go. Let me go. James chapter 1. Come on. James chapter 1, verse 12 through 16. The Bible said, Blessed is the man that endured temptation. For when he tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord had promised to them that love him. Verse 13. Let no man say, when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempted he any man. But every man and every woman is tempted when he or she is drawn away of his own lust, that longing for something that's forbidden, mm, yes. that you know is just not right. Mm. And then that's where the enticement comes in. Mm, yeah. You get enticed. It's like, did I share this already? Did I share this with you all guys about the life? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to share that in a minute. <laughs> But Joseph, Joseph, single man, working, mind his own business, but part of his wife, she had it out for him. Mm-hmm. She wanted him. Mm-hmm. She wanted him. And she went through greatest things to get him. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Joseph didn't give in to the pressure. Amen. Even when she grabbed him, man, you know she was desperate. She grabbed the man, grabbed his coat, and he's slipping his way out that coat. He said, you can have my coat, but you can't have my soul. I'm out of here. He ran, he got out, he fled. The Bible says, flee fornication, flee adultery, flee these useful loot. Get out of there. Stop looking at, don't look at pornography. Don't be looking at pornography and mess your mind up. Say, well, preachers, all on the phones, it's all on the computers. You don't have to look at it. You don't have to cave into it. You don't have to go to this site and begin to look at naked women and naked men. Come on. We're Christians. We're born again. We're saved. Amen. Amen. God is good. Have you 
Come on, we're going to get ready to wrap this up. Who's playing tonight? You are? Who's playing? You? Okay. Now you got to sing out loud. I'm putting her on the spot. It's my last day, Reverend Patterson. It's my last day. Look at she got that look too like, I'm going to have a word with you after church. After church. You, you almost made me go back to Fred Sanford on that. But I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. But the Bible goes on and says that when lust had conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it's finished, it bringeth forth death. He said, do not err, my beloved brethren. You know, we have to pray. That's the way to victory over pressure and, and even our own will. And that's why I really I wanted to close on our own will, but I'm going to close, bring, bring, bring it all together. Uh, but Jesus even said in Matthew 26, verse 41, Jesus said, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. Every time that I made a bad decision, done something wrong, I'm not talking about going out, doing something moral. There's things that we still need to do right before God. It's because it didn't take time to pray. And Jesus said this. He said, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He's not talking about the spirit of God. He's talking about your spirit. That's what I mean. God gave us a spirit and a soul. And that spirit and soul wants to connect with this creator. We've been created to have fellowship with God. Adam and Eve, they messed that up. But Jesus came to recover us and bring us back into divine fellowship with the Father who loves us, Amen. who's long-suffering, Amen. not willing that any man should perish, but that all come to repentance. You see, repentance is thinking different, being sorry enough to quit. When Jesus was on the cross, they'd already been him. You know, Jesus went through something. Before he got to the cross, he was in the garden. And that's the part I was going to get to, but when you read Matthew 26, how he fell on his face. He knelt down, he fell on his face, he prayed, said, oh Lord, be thy will, let this cup pass with me. Nevertheless, not mine. Not my will. Not what I want to do. You see, we got to stop doing what we want to do. We got to stop doing what we want to do. Say, God, I want your will to permeate my mind, your purpose, your plans. He said, not my will. And he prayed three times. Three times. But he led, he knew that he was on his way. And his own people, before they got to, before he got to the Roman soldier, his own people slapped him, spit on him, beat him. They couldn't beat him like the Roman soldiers. They couldn't do the whip, but they could do other things to mock him. And then they led, then the Roman soldiers took over. And Pilate said, I find no fault in him. I find no fault. But when they said crucify him, then they scourged him. They beat him. He was a bloody mess. The Roman soldiers beat him to a bloody mess. They placed a crown of thorns upon his head. But you see, Jesus had already won the victory because he prayed in the garden. He prayed. He got the victory over the suffering that he had to go through for you and me. And when he was on the cross, and they still, they had already nailed him there. You think, leave him alone, but no. 
and said, if you really be the son of God, come down. And some even walked by wagging their heads. They reviled, you know. That means they used abusive, slanderous language. But he didn't say a word. And finally, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I'm glad that Jesus is a forgiving person. That he hold, doesn't hold any grudges, bitterness, anger in his heart. And you know, we shouldn't hold any bitterness, anger, and grudges in our hearts, resentment, and jealousy. And you see, the way to get the victory over these things is to pray and seek God's face. Pray and seek God until he fills you with the Holy Ghost. And then let the Holy Ghost come in to help your weaknesses. You see, church, and I, I want to believe that most of you here have prayed. But I don't know. But if you haven't, tonight you can pray. Amen. You can make things right with God. And you can be just like Saul after he had persecuted the church and he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. And when he realized it was Jesus, he said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? Lord, what is your will? What do you want me to do? Show me the way. And you know how Jesus showed him the way? He said, go into the city. There's going to be a street over there called Straight. And he sent a preacher by the name of Ananias. You see, we need a preacher. We need a preacher. How should he hear without a preacher? Preachers, no, preachers not perfect. None of us are. But we're striving to be more like Jesus. And God set it up in his word. Hear what the preacher got to say. And Ananias went over there and he told Saul. He called him brother. He said, and went on and gave him some instructions. And the Bible said he was baptized. And when you read the whole thing, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. He was healed. And he began to preach. God's will is for us to be the, to do the same. Be saved. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be healed. And go spread the good news. And you bow your heads. Close your eyes and reverence to God. What I really want to leave you with you tonight, most importantly, the way to victory is to pray, is to commune with the Father in the name of Jesus through the power of the Holy Ghost. So you continue to keep your heads bowed. The pastor's coming. I don't know what you're going through, but I do know something. That tomorrow's victory starts with what you do right now. And what I want to do, the, the preacher's already preached, but brethren, a prayer is just talking to God. Friends, if you have no, not really prayed before, it's just talking to God like you talk to another person. And, and all you have to do is mention the name of Jesus. He has a name. You'll get his attention. He's listening right now, and he knows the scope and the needs that you have in your life. I would just say that you would do this. Say, Jesus, do something in my life. Let's find a place to pray. These altars are open. Why don't you just come up? If you need something in your life, why don't you just come up to these altars and say, say, Jesus, I'm just going to come and pray. Say, I'm a Christian, but just come and pray. But I already know God, but just come and say, and if the altars fill up, just come up and stand up here and just say, God, I just came to pray. I just came to say something to God. 
I just came to bring a petition. I've got some things coming up in my life. But God, I'm going to come up and I'm going to pray. I'm going to say, God, and I'm going to give my needs to you tonight. Let me tell you, if you give your needs to God, there might be a lion's den in your path. But God can take you through to the other side. We found that Daniel came through because he served God continually. Don't quit. Pray. Make provision for God to answer you this evening. Father, we glorify you. Have your way. Speak to our hearts, we pray. In Jesus, we pray that you would hear a prayer of faith tonight, a simple prayer.
You may pray as long as you like. God bless you is our prayer. And I just want to share this before you leave. You know, you might not have chosen the situation that you're in. You might not have chosen the circumstances that you're being faced. And I know we face real things in our lives. But as the reverend preached, brethren, we might not be able to choose the circumstance. But we can choose how we respond to the circumstance. And so, preacher, how should I respond? I'd say you take your right hand and, and lift it up. And you take your left hand and lift it up and maybe even look up and begin to call on Jesus. And let God be the blessing in your situation. Let Him walk with you. Let Him deliver you. And brethren, let Him take that pressure off that you're not in this by yourself. But God can help you. So how do you know? Because I'm, I'm praying all the time. I'm always in some situation as a preacher. But we need God. But you know what? I, I can tell you that He's faithful. That he's faithful. Let me just tell you right before you leave.